What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday. How we doing? Everybody good? Hopefully you guys are good. What is happening? Smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that stuff. Subscribe to the channel. Everything right there. It's all provided down below. Got all the things around me, too. Make sure you guys do all that. Hit that notification bell. Everything. What's going on, everybody? Here we go. Let's see, Lawrence uh, Snyder Gunn says, I think Zack Snyder is lying, not getting a call, and I could tell about his body language. Oh, we got somebody who could read the body language, guys. He was lying. And then we go like, uh, let's see, TJUC123 says, he might be. Zack can't lie for shit. All right, so that's a counter argument right there. This is going to be interesting. This is why I wanted this to be the main topic for today. Uh, let's see, Diamond Absolutes. Zach ain't asking, he's chill, bro. It's always up to WBD. There you go, I like that one. Brian says, WBD needs, not the, uh, not, uh, WBD needs Zach, not the other way around. So there you go, we got Rob3Z right here. At least let him come back for Superman 2 and more. At least, and more. Integrity. Zack is back, and he will direct Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, starring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Zack Snyder's Justice League was, uh, has relaunched the Snyderverse. This is the first big do-over in cinematic history. Welcome to reality. Okay. We are now in reality. Couldn't be more obvious. Couldn't be more obvious, guys. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Brownstones. He, will he? Maybe? Like, I think there's a solid 35% chance? But I don't think it's too likely. But he might be a Man of Steel 2 producer. All right. So we got right there. What's going on, Ronak? Good to see you. Tony Movie Chappy D9. Neil Blomkamp fan. What do you have to say? Hey, Dave. And by the way, director Neil Blomkamp has just started filming Gran Turismo. And it should be coming out mid uh, to next year, uh, which has me super excited. Absolutely. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you. We got Fear Jason here, too. We got Video Gameaholic, uh, J.D. McRae, what is happening? We got, yo, what's going on, Jose? Happy Monday, let's get fucking nuts. What's going on, Stephanie T? Spoiler alert, he will. All right, so there's another one. Spoiler alert, he will. Shaking that magic eight ball, are we? Uh, will John Boy, another day, another excuse to talk to talk. Zack Snyder, just marry the man, Dave. If I could, I would. If uh, Debbie leaves him, I will give him a call. Um, what's going on, Tet? Hi, Junkies. This week is uh, going to be incredible. Let's hope. Ulysses Reend? I just do not understand why the Flash news is like daily reminder to indicate Keaton is Batman post-Flash. Well, we'll talk a little bit about something like that. That's for sure. We got Juan here. We got Niner for life. Good win for you guys last night. That's good. We got Ziggs, Nate Smith. Since Hawkman 2 doesn't get talked about enough, what are you most excited to see in that film? Eh, just more underwater gorgeousness, some good action. Jason Momoa is Aquaman again, being that big, huge, blunt object that he is. We got Nikki Captain Gator Girl is joined the party. What's up? Valentine? what is my favorite MCU film? Winter Soldier. Yeah, everybody, you know, it's not, it's, it's the common one. He is his own IP. You are absolutely correct on that, Edmund. Good to see you. We got Sam Parker. I'd be happy with Snyder vs. Comics. Ooh, but, you know, there was also mention, of course, of, uh, you know, animation as well. So, uh, let's see, Scoopy Pants is going to work overtime trying to say Zach will never come back, of course. Yes. Hank Hills, that was him throwing an olive branch, okay, He's putting that olive branch out there. Okay, we got Lane right here. Happy Scooper Center Day. <laughs> wrong stream. Uh-oh. You on the wrong stream there, Lane? Uh, zing, zing, zing. You're back. Bringing back uh, Tomahawk is back. So good to see you. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you guys clicking in. Let's uh, talk about some things. Of course, the uh, the topics for uh, this Monday show. You know, usually the Monday show is loaded. I mean, if internet, you know, it'll be it'll be fairly loaded because you know there's a lot to talk about. But it, it is interesting how 
I was like going, ah, what what should be some of the, the, the topics today? And, you know, I was trying to decide which ones should be the topics. You know, obviously, you know, when I go through the tweets, there'll be a lot. Obviously, there's going to be a lot about Kevin Conroy, which, uh, you know, that's still that's still very fresh right there, losing Kevin Conroy on Friday. Uh, and and uh, good news, guys, if you didn't catch the vodka stream, if you didn't catch the vodka stream on uh uh, if you didn't catch the vodka stream on Friday and it was because it was blocked because of one of the clips that we show, showed, it is now back. It is up. It is on YouTube. You can also listen to it on all the various streaming audio if you want to do that, too. So I know that sucked when I woke up on Saturday, you know, waking up and just being like, eh, and then all of a sudden looking and going, oh, yeah, great. The vodka stream got blocked. It got blocked worldwide because of one clip that we showed. So, but hey, uh, it is back. It is up and running and everything like that. We got Mama Film Junkie here. What video got blocked? It was just the uh, the vodka stream on Friday. That's all. So it is up. So if you didn't catch it, do so. We did a lot of talking, a lot of talking about Kevin Conroy and the legacy of the man and everything like that. It was great. It was fantastic having Scott, Jordan, uh, Ray, Stephen, uh, Enos showed up. And, uh, you know, it was just like all kinds of greatness that happened. And then, of course, there was a little section, though, that did veer off topic that went, you know, uh, well, I just, you know, you never know who, uh, what people are going to say when they're when they show up on the vodka stream. And, you know, Enosh came in. You know, just guns freaking blazing. And then all of a sudden, Stephen came in and kind of added to it. So it gets, uh, you know, it gets off the uh, Kevin Conroy topic for just a little bit. But man, does it, uh, do they just fire off, you know, when it comes to uh, the scooping world and all this stuff like that, you know, and then things that are happening. Drama, drama, you know, but, but then we, 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 we st- we, we turned it right back. We turned it right back. And also, Andre was there, too. Nicotina, he was uh, he was uh, there to uh, talk about some of that stuff, too. So good things, good things. But, yeah, good times, good times. Scoopy Pants. Scoopy Pants. What's going on, Mr. Bailey? Good to see you. Good to see you, brother. Always good to see you. Yeah. Blazing, blazing. Oh, geez. Well, I mean, you could have showed up, Ben, but, you know, your wife probably didn't let you. <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. Love you. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he did come in pretty guns blazing. So anyways, OK, so let's go ahead and get to. Uh, uh, oh, geez. Alex Lobo coming in. Easy there. Easy there. Easy there. <laughs> it's just see, though. See, Stephanie, Stephanie. I know Stephanie goes, ouch. But then we got Ben going, <laughs> I mean, see, I know my buds. I know my buds, you know. I know that Ben wants to join in the reindeer games, but sometimes you just can't do it, you know. So, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, there you go. There's a good one right there. Ben is too gold right there. So you got to love that. You got to love that. So that's what it is. Hey, what's going on, KC? Going on, KC? So, yeah. You know, that's why it's like Ben always gets an invite. Always has an invite every Friday. And if he joins, he joins. He doesn't, he doesn't. And, yeah, you know, so, you know, and it's always a good time when Ben joins. Anyways, all right. So let's get started here, folks. Okay. Let's turn that off. Let's get to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a good weekend myself uh played a new board game over the weekend that i've never played before which was really fun uh an adult board game of course you know it was well we played cards against humanity but there's another one i I forgot what it's called but it has to do with drawing things and it was a lot of fun it definitely was a lot of fun so um that was pretty much my weekend you know it was a lot of fun and uh, of course watched a bunch of football and everything so uh here we go guys let's get to these tweets right here all right all right, so uh, first off, I mean, of course, we're going to be talking about this video uh, with the interview with Zach, but we got, of course, Mike, uh, Michael Gacchino, 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 Giacchino, I always forget how to say his name, but it was mentioned in that same interview because he was part of that panel that uh, Michael Giacchino, I don't whatever, Michael told Zack Snyder that his nephew is in Rebel Moon and his nephew had a lot of praise for Zack. He had the greatest few days of his life. So there you go. Giacchino. There you go. Is it Giacchino? Or I thought it was... 
you know, he does say, eh, eh, we'll get to it, whatever. And then, of course, we have this glorious picture right here. Ah, uh, you know what? You know, it is Christmas time. Mama Film Junkie, if you're out there, head over to the Back to the Future store. They have a Back to the, Back to the Future store with merchandise and uh, go to town <laughs> if you want. You know, gift ideas, you know, for family out there. Just saying. There's some. Uh, there's a Back to the Future shop that they announced. And uh, they, uh, yeah, it's right there. Back to the Future dot shop. It has all kinds of goodies. All kinds of goodies. Anyways, Dear Santa, oh, this uh, article came out, of course, on Thursday. Um, you know, I, it's not really much in here. I mean, it's, it is pretty cool, and I thought about even doing a video about it on Thursday, but I didn't. I didn't do a video, but, um, you know, I thought, but I, but I figured, you know, I was going to talk about it today, but then I went, eh, not really much here, but it says, this deadline article that came out says, Warner Brothers Discovery boss David Zaslav holds town hall with new DC heads James Gunn and Peter Saffron about new cohesive universe. So a couple things that we're talking about, they talk about how the main thing that I took from this was just uh, the fact that they want to make, a, of course, a cohesive DC universe. Basically, James Gunn saying, like, we got to create, like, a Bible, a Bible of all this. And again, he says he wants to spread it all throughout Live action films, TV, animation, gaming, and more. So why not do that? Remember when Matrix Reloaded kind of... Remember when the Matrix sequels spread throughout all everything? It had animation with the Animatrix. It had the video game, uh, Enter the Matrix or whatever the hell it was called. You know, it had all this stuff like that. It's like, yeah, utilize that. Why not? It's just going to be interesting... You know, the different styles. Is there going to be a different styles or is it going to be one single tone? That's what we, you know, we always dread when it comes to this. But, uh, yeah, you know, they had a, a global Zoom meeting talking about that. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the main things that was talked about. Uh, let's see. While Gunn and Saffron didn't mention anything about new projects, the former said that he has a, uh, a penchant for such DC superheroes as Metal Men and Batmite. I know. We're probably going to see a live-action Batmite. Well, it won't be live-action. It'll be CGI. But, you know, what can you do? Previously reported, Saffron report. Yeah, they talk about all that. So there wasn't really much here. But, I mean, it was just like, okay, cool. We got all this stuff that's going to be coming out. And, uh, yeah, they're starting their jobs, and that was basically what the whole thing was when it came to uh, James Gunn and Peter Saffron. Um, I'm just curious to see how it's going to be spread throughout all the different medians. And, you know, again, you know, when somebody was even saying, like, hey, I would be okay, I think it was Sam that said I'd be okay with uh, Snyderverse comics. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that could be utilized too, but, you know, we, you know, don't forget about animation as well. If we can't, if, if they don't give him a call and they decide not to really go with his Justice League sequels, that's all. That's all. But, uh, yeah, there's that right there. So, uh, you know, and then, of course, they actually spoke a little bit about, and uh, thank you, Brad Curran, for pointing this out. Gunn spoke about how he loves the interaction of Superman and Batman and how they're the same and different at the same time. So, of course, maybe setting the uh, the foundation for a world's finest. I, I mean, that's one of the things that we've been talking about for a while. It's like, why not just do a world's finest or even a Trinity film or something? I don't know. That would be sweet, but, you know, he does love the interaction between these two right here. That cape flap! Cape flap! Anyways, uh, this is a pretty cool edit right here. Zack Snyder's Justice League 3. You know, the biggest story ever told. That'd be pretty sweet. And then, of course, we have uh, Dave Patista. Now, I don't think he got the Gears of War. He didn't get the Gears of War lead yet. I think he's still campaigning for it, right? I mean, I was like, it was like mixed when I saw this video of him, you know, doing this. This wasn't, was this, it wasn't an announcement of him getting the role. It was just him still campaigning for it. So it was a pretty cool video regardless, but you know, what could he do? Gotta love this shot from BVS. Gotta love it. And then of course, it's all Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And yes, guys, China. China, what's going on with China? They just don't like, uh, I mean, they uh, LGBTQRS uh, characters in uh, Wakanda Forever. They don't like it. They don't like it. Personally, I don't think, um, they probably don't like the fact Black Adam apparently is not going to be um, released in China as well, so that's going to kind of hurt it. Yeah, when it comes to these movies now, 
it's just you could just leave China out of it, I think, now a days because that's what's happening. And Black Adam is looking like it's not going to be released in um, in China as well, because, you know, let's face it, the leadership over there. It's not the people. It's the leadership over there that gets all huffy puffy when it comes to anything that has to do with the LGBTQ uh, community or if the title has black in it. I'm guessing that's the case, too. I don't know. Call me, uh, you know, wrong, but I'm just thinking that's also a problem as well. I don't know. It just seems like that leadership over there is not really doing people. And it just sucks because the people of China don't get to, uh, well, they have to download it illegally if they can. But um, yeah, so Black Panther Wakanda Forever not going to be released in China and doesn't look like Black Adam will either. So gotta love it. Jeez, those guys over there. It's It's 2022. Come on. 2022, can we just, can we get over, uh, anyways, moving on, and then, yes, all the, uh, all the damn, uh, you know, the Kevin Conroy stuff, which was a shock to all, us all to wake up to on, uh, Friday morning, which was, uh, crazy, so, uh, I know, I think they'll be okay with Blue Beetle, they'll be okay with Blue Beetle, they're like, oh, okay, we like, we like the color blue, we like the color blue over there. Uh, but yes, we have all, of course, all the, uh, the Kevin Conroy, uh, stuff. And then of course, Warner Brothers Discovery did release a, uh, press release talking about Kevin Conroy and everything. So, and then Gallagher died too. We talked about that briefly on the Vodka stream. Gallagher died at 76, you know, beloved, uh, you know, comedian, which I even said like, Hey, don't just, he wasn't just, you know, smashing watermelon. He was actually a pretty decent comedian too, by the way. Oh, I can't show that. That's the clip. This is the clip right there that got me, uh, that got the Vodka stream, Vodka stream blocked right there. And then, of course, we have Tara Strong and Kevin Conroy. You know, she posted a lot. She had a nice uh, thread about him. Tara Strong didn't initially voice uh, voice uh, Harley Quinn in the, uh, the Batman the Animated Series, but then continued on to voice, you know, so... And, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. So many things, so many things. I love this right here. You know, this art right here. Smile, Conroy. <laughs> so, good stuff. And then, of course, Finding Batman. Uh, you know, not, not a lot of people knew that Kevin Conroy was gay. And, uh, yeah, so there was, like, when it came to DC Pride 2022, he had Finding Batman that kind of, you know, talked about that a little bit. So that was pretty cool. Um, Deadline right here reported that Disney plans layoffs, rigorous review of spending and hiring freeze, though uh, tough and uncomfortable decisions coming uh, CEO uh, Pop, uh, Bob Chapek, Chapek, Chapek. Tell staff. Sorry, I read that really terribly. But uh, again, what do, we, what do I keep on saying? What do I keep on saying? Everybody keeps on going like, you know, what the hell's going on with these uh, billionaires and their, uh, their companies? They're laying off people left and right. Why, what's Elon Musk? Evil. David Zaslav? Evil. It's like, okay, can you also talk about uh, Mr. Uh, Bob here? Bob? Is he evil? Or are you just going to ignore it because you're a, you're a, D- you're a Disney fanboy? You know, you love your Marvel and DC movies so much, you're just going to ignore the fact that Disney is also doing the same thing? Yeah. I mean, come on. You got to point this out, too. You know, just because you enjoy the DC, the Disney and... Uh, I keep on wanting to say D- DC. I don't know why. Disney and uh, Marvel movies doesn't mean, you know, you can't point out the fact that, hey, guess what? These companies don't have a good... Ca- they have a cash flow problem, so that's why they're laying off people that probably aren't you know, doing their jobs correctly. I mean, that's just the thing. That's what's happening. And that's what's happening over at Disney as well. So you can't ignore that. Netflix, same thing. You're going to be hearing that at Amazon. Amazon's going to be laying off people as well. It's just what's happening. You know, these these regimes were like, okay, money, money, throw money everywhere, throw money everywhere, content, content, content. We got to fill up the content because we need the streaming and all that stuff. And then they realized, oh shit, not enough people are paying for the streaming. So... It, this is what's happening. So, and then of course, even with the the parks and everything, I mean, they closed the parks. Took them forever to reopen Disneyland over here because it's goddamn California. But yeah, it's just the way it goes. There's a, a picture right there of uh, Kevin Conroy and uh, Andrea Romano, the casting, uh, the voice talent casting director, whatever you know. And uh, yeah, look at that stud. Dude was a stud. He looked like Bruce Wayne. He definitely looked like Bruce Wayne. So. This is pretty cool right here. I like this art, you know, obviously taking, uh, you know, 
taken from that, Mask of the Phantasm. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, he is Batman. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. So, good times. And I love this classic Batman Returns poster right here. This is pretty cool. I like that. I like that a lot. That's from Zoe Rose Art right there. So, good times, good times. And then, yeah, I like this Batman Beyond art right there of Kevin Conroy. Really good. So that was pretty sweet. And then, hey, look at this. So this is interesting right here. I mean, even though Black Adam is uh, pretty subpar when it comes to the box office right now, not doing as well as we'd hoped. But uh, apparently, according to Mr. Hiram Garcia, he said he's confirmed that uh, there's a plan for Adam Smasher's next DCU. DCU. God damn it. Uh, his next appearance in the DCU. So here's his quotes. Where's his quotes? He says, I can't wait. He says, I can't wait for you guys to see where uh, we take this character when it comes to Adam Smasher. He says, it's not going to take that long. Okay. And so according to the producers on the first film, the sequel is moving rapidly. So I don't know if he's going to show up in the sequel or he's going to show up in maybe Blue Beetle. I don't know. Are they saying it's going to be that quick? Who knows? I don't know. When it comes to that, I really don't know. But Hiram seems like the Adam Smasher is going to be showing up in more things. And I'm just kind of going like, all right, well, I didn't really like his character that much in the movie, I will say. I thought he was, mm, that it was a little bit forced when it came to humor. They wanted a comic relief and they were looking to him. And, uh, you know, I, I like the costume. I like uh, certain things that he did. But overall, I was just, like, not really too keen on the character right there. But apparently they have uh, already, uh, you know, he's going to be showing up somewhere else. I'm just kind of wondering where. Where? Who knows? And then Alec Baldwin's still a piece of shit. Um <laughs> Well, apparently he's going to be filing a lawsuit against, uh, you know, the, the, the production of Rust because, you know, he's trying to clear his name and, you know, all this stuff. I don't know. I used to like Alec Baldwin, but when it comes to what's been happening with this whole thing, when it came to the Rust shooting, you know, he, it's just ugh, it just shows you the ugly side of some of, you know, actors, I guess you could say. I don't know. I think it could have been handled differently. And it seems like. Um, it's not going to be. He just wants to clear his name as he keeps on uh, making babies uh, at 106 years old. All right. And then we got, you know, Tara Strong, of course. Uh, this is uh, another thread that you guys should read. Uh, when it came to the Burbank, uh, the Burbank statue, the Burbank statue, uh, when it, when it, uh, I actually visited the statue, totally forgot that it was in this little plaza. I went to that yard house right back there before I took the Warner Brothers tour and totally forgot that the Burbank statue was right here, the Jim Lee statue. People put flowers on it, of course, in honor of uh, Kevin Conroy, which was pretty good. And this is so, this is great right here. There's like, uh, they did a thing here when it came to the Nerdist, uh, when Kevin Conroy, and uh, I forgot who this was too, they read, they read uh, some lines, they read the ending of The Dark Knight right here. Five yeah. And so, let's cop. just fast forward it. You'll condemn me. They're Set right. the dogs on me, because that what needs that's because that's what needs to happen, because sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve more. Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Isn't that the coolest right. thing? <laughs> I, I love know, that. Right? Isn't that the yeah, coolest thing? That, and you know, you should. Yeah. <laughs> so good, so freaking good, man. Ah. And then uh, we got right here, oh, this was, uh, yeah, this was, uh, we got some art right here, of course, the final tribute, uh, you know, of MJ uh, Hilber, Hilburn art right here. He uh, posted some stuff, you know, he did very much work uh, and did a lot of work with, of course, Kevin Conroy that shows the Joker right here, holding the cape, saying goodbye, old friend. And that was just like, that'll rip your guts out right there. Um, and then he, uh, we got Aaron Bailey right here. He had another little piece. Aaron, if you're out there, good job with this one right here. That's pretty sweet. Batman and Kevin Conroy right there. Just good stuff. Uh, Bat Bomb right here. That's a, that's a funny one. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Bat Bomb by Sean Clarity. It's really good. And then uh, right here, I you know anybody who saw Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, I even said it briefly in my uh, in my review that I, this was probably my favorite scene right here, the scene on the bridge where she takes on the blue people. 
you know, when she takes on the, the you know, it's Okoye uh, versus the Talikins, Talikins, whatever. I'm always bad with names and pronouncing them. You know this. But I think this was my favorite scene. The, the choreography was great. She's a badass. I didn't like what happened in the in the in, in the movie with her, though. I really didn't. But I mean, I get why they did it. But, you know. I just didn't really like it that much. But anyways, and then, of course, uh, Neil Blomkamp has begun filming of Gran Turismo. It's going to be interesting to see how this comes to play. I played Gran Turismo 3 like crazy when it came out on PlayStation 3, uh, PlayStation 2, I should say. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those games where like, oh, my God, look at these graphics. They're amazing. So... I'm just kind of going, all right, what's the angle that he's going to approach here? Because it's Neil frickin' Blomkamp. He's all about sci-fi and stuff, so I'm kind of curious to see what happens there. This is a cool image right here. I don't, It's not real, but, you know, it's just pretty cool that uh, it's a cool image. I like this right here, this art right here from Mr. Gibson, Jordan Gibson. It's good, it's good, it's good. Um, apparently there's a rumor out there. I don't know how legit this is, but Moon Knight season two will start filming in January of 2023. I don't think there's been an official announcement of that. I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, you know, also guys, uh, Miss Saggy Mellon, she's, uh, been, uh, she's been on the Vodka stream. She apparently had a, uh, she had an interesting, um, stream yesterday that had to do with Andy Signar being a pig and a sleaze that the man that we all know that he is so if you guys didn't check that out you should probably check that out some interesting stuff some people coming out that used to work with him that uh, are revealing that yes he's still a dirt bag sleaze bag so go check that out if you haven't already that's all I'm gonna say about that why not stuff doing some great things uh, also to uh, show show um some good things when it comes to Kevin Conroy. Love it. Really love that. That's a pretty cool little drawing right there. Um, James Mangold says the first trailer for Indiana Jones 5 should arrive within the next month. So look forward to that. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Like I said, world's finest, world's finest. Make it happen, James Gunn. Make it happen. And then this is hilarious right here. Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield have partnered up to create and deliver holy ears, edibles, in the shape of an ear. If I was on cannabis, if I was on cannabis, I wouldn't have bit his ear. So Mike Tyson, he, uh, yes, he's a, um, he's an entrepreneur when it comes to weed. He's got his own weed company and everything like that. And (laughs) Evander Holyfield have edibles in the shape of ears because we all remember back when, uh, you know, he chomped on his ears. So. (laughs) <laughs> why not why not you know capitalize on it jesus christ so there you go that is hilarious that is absolutely hilarious uh can't wait for uh, 19, uh 1899 people are giving it a good praise when it comes to uh the creator from dark a lot of people are saying that it's like fantastic sci-fi so can't wait to watch that and then did you guys check this out? The Corridor uh, Digital Crew guys, the Corridor Crew guys, they made uh, an Into the Spideyverse, bringing Tom Holland's Spider-Man into, you know, the Spider Spideyverse, you know, with all the, the way that the animation is and everything. Fantastic. Go watch it if you haven't. It is excellent. Those guys just produce, like, some of the best content out there. And then we got some set, uh, set photos right here. Keanu Reeves. On the set of Ballerina, of course, the Ana de Armas spinoff of the uh, John Wick world. So that's pretty cool. I like that. And then speaking of, we got uh, we got Margot Robbie on the cover of uh, Vanity Fair right here. Of course, she's promoting uh, her movies that are be coming out. Or uh, I think it's you know, especially uh, Damon Chazelle's movies that's going to be coming out. So we're going to be talking about one of the things she said. Of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, see right here too, guys. Like I said, breaking news, Amazon plans to lay off approximately 10,000 people starting uh, as soon as this week in what would be the largest cuts in company's history. Again, these companies went too, you know, they went too hard in the paint and they have a cash flow problem. So it's not just Twitter. It's not just Warner Brothers Discovery. All the companies are having massive layoffs. Okay, you know. And, uh, you know, sadly, this country has also ran, you know, hasn't been ran. This country has been run terribly for a bit, too. And, you know, going into the pandemic just made things freaking worse. But what can you do? We got Nicotina right here. 
posting some Apocalypse Now. I like that. Project uh, Justice League UE coming soon to the uh, 4 News Network, of course. 4 News Network, and he uh, posted this image right here, which looks really cool. The invasion that's going to happen. The invasion. And then he wants some adorableness right here. Well, here's a, here's a dog. Here's a cute little puppy that has soap on his uh, head right there. Has no idea what's happening, but uh, it's adorable. So there you go. To cleanse, to cleanse the uh, the tweets right now. To cleanse it right there. Um, according to Boris Kitt, he said Disney is giving Andor. It's critically acclaimed, but less splashy than the other Star Wars shows. You know who we mean? A cross. Company Push, first two episodes to air over Thanksgiving holidays on ABC, FX, Freeform, Smart. Because, again, the streaming is not paying the bills. So they're going to, like, we have Andor. We poured money into it. People are praising it. I am still, I have not caught up on it. I stopped because I want to wait till it's over and then watch the entire thing, binge it. I've only watched the first four episodes. Really enjoying it, but I just kind of fell off because just too busy with things. And I really, it's just one of those shows that I really want to sit down and watch. Um, but yeah, now they're like, well, all right, let's get some more eyes on this, on this fucking show. So let's go ahead and put it on ABC, put it on FX, do all that stuff. You're going to see more of that kind of thing. I I guarantee you're going to see more of that. You're going to see more of that. But yes, uh, the vodka stream is now back up on the channel, um, because stupid copyright bullshit that happens on YouTube. Sadly, uh, I wish the, uh, I wish they would fix the flaws in it because it didn't make any sense. They didn't even let me know that it was back up. I kept having to refresh, you know, I put my dispute in and I still have the copyright claim, but they, they, they took it away from blocking cause they realized why the, why the hell is it blocked? It didn't make sense. You know, so YouTube needs to fix their shit. And then uh, here's a little rumor right here from the direct that said uh, Marvel restricted Tom Holland's Venom role, according to uh, to a new rumor. We all kind of were wondering about like, hey, is Tom Holland, was Tom Holland going to show up in Venom 2 or whatever the hell? Obviously, there was a post credit scenes that happened when it came to both the movies, and it, it seems like they're setting something up. But um, something with the MCU brain trust has been incredibly calculated and crafting, you know, of course, all that stuff. But it says uh, right here, up to this point, Holland's well, uh, uh, has yet to properly appear in uh, that universe. And then it said right here, according to a new report from Heavy Spoilers. Okay, so this is why, you know, I'll take that guy's word for sure, Mr. Heavy Spoilers. I've talked to him. He's a great dude. Love his channel. Love his content. Marvel Studios restricted Sony Pictures from using Tom Holland's Spider-Man as a cameo in 2018's Venom. So this was actually to the first Venom right here. The report that Tom Holland was meant to feature in Venom, but Marvel Studios pulled the plug and said, no way. Yeah, we all saw we all saw uh, Kevin Feige's uh, face when... Amy Pascal is like talking about this whole thing. And he was like, what? <laughs> what? Awkward. Very awkward. So, you know, that, apparently that was supposed to happen. All right. And then before we get started on the uh, the, the topics in hand, make sure you guys uh, again, you know, you know, we got uh, moviepalette.com. I got my movie palette right there. Uh, they're running some, uh, early, uh, black week, not black Friday, but black week, 50% off on movie pallets. And then of course, if you want to, you want an extra 15% off on your purchase, just use junkie 15. The link is provided down below. Get your own color palette, you know, get your own little prism on a canvas of your favorite movie. You got, there you go. You got Pulp Fiction right there. You can uh, notice uh, where the certain scenes are, you know, Titanic, you got Star Wars, you got Lord of the Rings, you can get BVS, you get Watchmen, you get all that. I have the Matrix right up there. It's a cool little thing. It looks like it looks it looks like a candy bar. I wanted to lick it when I opened it up. So if you want to uh, get your own movie palette, you want a gift for somebody, a movie fan in your family or a friend or whatever, just go to moviepalette.com, check it out, junkie... Uh, Junkie 15 for uh, an extra 15% discount. So there you go. All right, guys. There are tweets right there. Let's go ahead and talk uh, the main topics at hand right here. So the first one I want to talk about, of course, is Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder, of course, uh, we have this, um, yeah, Black Fighters. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Jesus Christ. So again, it's like we're, we're we're in 2022. What the? Why is it that you know? And it's so funny because you know people the people are very vocal about how hate how much they hate our country, and it's like 
but our leaders aren't like those leaders over there. Everybody's trying to welcome everything around here and be as free as possible. But, you know, when it comes to some of these other countries, they're not the same. But yet, you know, it's just it's weird. It doesn't make sense. But anyways, um, um, so any, um, let's see, where are we at right now? Wow. It's already 642. So when it comes to Zack Snyder, guys. Um, everybody's been wondering, of course, there was the, the scoopsy daisies. There was one set of scoopsy daisies that decided like, Hey, guess what? When it comes to this whole merger that's happening with, with Warner brothers and discovery, David Zaslav and everything. Yeah, that's right. You better believe that David Zaslav. Yeah. He gave a call to Zack Snyder. He called him up and said, Hey buddy, I want to use your stuff. And blah, 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 blah. bullshit. It was bullshit. That was, uh, what? That was, that was when the, that was when the whole thing started. So, and then of course we have this year, we have different scoopsy daisies that are trying to claim that scoop as their own by saying that, oh yeah, David Zaslav gave Zack Snyder a call. What's up, buddy? I want to use your stuff. You're gay it out. The movies are good. Your universe is good. And, uh, bullshit as well. I mean, what I keep on saying when it comes to this stuff is, uh, you know, I mean, listen to whoever you want to listen to, you know, and that's, that's fine. Whatever you want to listen to, whatever. If you want to listen to them, perfectly okay. I'm not going to say like, no, stop doing that. I'm not going to tell them to delete their stuff. I'm not going to tell them to unsubscribe to this stuff. That's not what I do. It's your choice. Anybody's choice to listen to whoever they want to listen to when it comes to, uh, news, when it comes to scoops or whatever i just say be wary be wary i always say be wary when it comes to that stuff you know when it comes to like all right who am i going to listen to am i going to listen to a website when i go to the website there's pop-up ads all over the place and when i'm scrolling through the different articles there's like you know there's squeezed into the thread of articles there's like something about boner pills or hey you could laser off your pubic hair or something like that fixing in between there so i'm like huh am i going to listen to that website you know, the people that run that website that has all that everywhere, or am I going to listen to Zack Snyder himself? I'm going to listen to Zack Snyder himself. I don't know about that. Or even maybe the people that, you know, that are close to him, fans that are close to him, that, uh, you know, that talk to him a lot, who've maybe even visited his location. Maybe I'll listen to that even more. So when it comes to that, I mean, when it comes to, especially when it comes to DC stuff, and see, this is what I'm... Uh, what's kind of ir- what, what irks me about some of, some of the things when it comes to fans in the fandom, the Snyder fandom, is obviously uh, uh, when I when Zach was on the Vodka stream uh, last, which was you know a few weeks ago when when Scott was opening the Dark Side Weta shop um, statue. Zach was kind enough to show up, and then you know we weren't gonna bombard him with a bunch of questions, and of course. There was like the next day I was getting shit from all over the place, you know, even from moderators of a certain YouTube channel, which was very strange, um, that were saying like, wow, that were just totally throwing me under the bus for not asking the right questions. And it's funny, too, because I asked him a James Gunn question. Look who ended up being the leader of the DC Studios. Wow. Anyways, um, when it came to... um, asking the right questions. Even when Aaron Bailey and Dawson, they showed up because obviously they, they visited the set of Rebel Moon for the uh, the art contest, they were even getting messages, like messages from people. Hey, you should ask them about DC, DC, DC. It's like, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. If you you are giving the opportunity to go to the Rebel Moon set, you're not going to just be like, hey, so you're coming back? Hey, so what's going on with Zack Snyder Justice League 2? You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're not going to be disrespectful and ask him a bunch of DC questions while you're on the set of his movie that he's creating from the ground up. You're just not going to do that. And it just sucks that it just seems like there's certain fans that don't really care about the new stuff. They just want to know about the DC stuff. They only care about the DC stuff. And I hate that. I hate that when it comes to that. So then when it comes to Zach, like denying, denying the fact that he's not gotten a phone call from Warner Brothers Discovery, they immediately go, ha, NDA. It's an NDA. <laughs> he's lying. He's lying. Zack Snyder is a better actor than Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I, I, I saw that. I, I love it when I saw that, comp- when I, when I saw that comparison, uh, the fact that they, they thought that like, you know, that Zack Snyder was pulling like uh, you know, an Andrew Garfield wolf thing. I'm like, oh wow. So Zack, not an actor better than a professional actor. That is, uh, Andrew Garfield. Interesting. Interesting. 
That is very interesting. But if you guys are wondering uh, the interview, we're going to watch it right here. And this is the interview um, that he was on when he talked about this, which was the Preston and Steve show. Steve. There's been a change up at uh, D.C. You were not... Uh, you're not treated well by, uh, you know, Warner Brothers. And, and uh, though, thank God we got Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Oh, my God. That yes. is a, uh, it's a masterpiece. I watch that goddamn thing all the time. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, uh, so we've heard some things, and, and everyone's kind of, they, they blurted it out, and they're, they're pulling back a little bit. Is this all just a much ado about nothing? Is it a possibility you might be reintegrated back into that world? Mm. Um, no, well, as far as I know, uh, which is very little, um, just uh, all I'm, I'm doing my thing and uh, haven't had anyone uh, give me a call or anything. So I'm just uh, wishing them all the best and hoping that uh, they make some cool things. Okay, because you, 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 your, your, your stamp is across that whole, yeah. you know, this night. Which is cool. I love how they say this, too. This stamp is all over the place. Yes, his fingerprints all over everywhere, and they still want to use that. And that's what I've always said. Hey, that's how you keep the hope. It's the fact that they're going to be utilizing all that, and the Flash is going to utilize that the most. That's what's so funny about this whole thing. And there's a lot of people that want that thing to fail, but it's like that's going to be utilizing the most. But, yes, right there he said he hasn't received a call, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't mean he won't receive a call in the future. That's what I said in my little short video that I did on Saturday. That's what was funny. But then people are just like, nah, it's an NDA, man. It's an NDA. And I'm like, uh, I love it how, you know, how people on Twitter are just automatically, you know, they're just professionals on reading body language. And they just know that uh, for a fact that he signed an NDA, then can't say anything. And then when I saw Henry Cable uh, enter into the... Again, who is Henry Cable? <laughs> Jeez. I love how that <laughs> they scare. The... It's like, oh, Henry Cable, man. That's not even like, uh, remember when Henry Cavill uh, came into the picture? When Henry Cavill came into the picture, we all called him Henry Cavill. I remember calling him that. The uh, Black Adam world, yeah. uh, I was immediately, I was like, oh, I hope this means more for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad that I have your guys' support. That's very kind. Yes. Um, I'll write a letter uh, for you if you want. <laughs> well, we all will. I mean, hey. Yes. Um, Can't hurt. But, you know, the truth Truth be told, I'm having an amazing time making this giant movie that I'm working See? on, and I couldn't be happier, so I really wish him all the best. Uh, so there it is. I mean, the fact, I mean, and, and we've heard this many times, people who have visited the set... They just see how Zach is, see the energy, see the happiness, see all that stuff right there. We just see that Zach is just completely happy doing this. And again, does not mean that he will not receive a call. You just never know what's going to happen. We're just saying, and I'm going to take the man's word because I don't think he's lying or putting on a performance. I'm sorry. I just think like, yes, they have not contacted him but they might you know you got this superman sequel maybe james gunn will send him out a message or send him a you know call him up and be like hey you know i want your input on this maybe bring you on as a producer as you're wrapping up things over there in rebel moon world that's what we can hope for i think i don't know i'm just hoping for that but, you know, of course, there's a lot of things, too, where, like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, James Gunn and uh, Zack Snyder are, like, you know, constantly tweeting, you know, or not tweeting, but texting each other, or they're in a group chat or anything like that. No, it's probably not the case. They're probably more acquaintances. They're not besties or anything. But, you know, they respect each other. They expect each other's work. And, uh, you know, Zack's not going to say a bad thing about him or anything like that, regardless of what fans want him to say. And that's the thing. It's like, just because of what you want to say doesn't mean that's going to be said and you can't i mean just look at it as all right zach's happy right now we'll see what the future holds and hopefully uh, you know because you better believe that james gunn was probably looking at those storyboards better he was looking at some of the ideas that zach had that they had when it came to those justice league sequels and probably it's just taking it all in taking everything in reading batfleck script the Ben Affleck script, reading Joe Mang's script, probably looking at all the scripts and everything like that. Just reading it all. James Gunn. So it's just the way you got to look at it. 
But, uh, you know, again, if you want to listen to whoever, it's just you could kind of guess like who to not listen to when, you know, they're trying to feed you information that you might have to pay for. I don't know. Or just do that or just they're constantly pushing against. Yeah, I don't know. I just I can't. It's just funny because when I see some of the scooping game that's that's out there, when I see that, it's like they're, you know, they're playing Texas Hold'em and they got dealt a seven and a two and they're trying to play their hand like it's pocket fucking aces. No, you can't do that. You don't have the inside. Uh, no, you don't have that. You just got to be patient. That's all. Just got to be patient and see what happens. And, uh, you know, and let, we'll see what happens with this Rebel Moon stuff. I mean, every time, you know, when I've talked to people that have been on the set, you know, they talk about just, well, you're not ready. You're not ready. The people that are more on the know about that movie, I'm just like, you know, the what, they're, what they've been saying. And they're saying, like, you know, we're not ready for this, this movie. And, I, and I'm not. And I can't wait, and I really hope I can see it on the uh, the big screen. So, but anyway, so there you go. <sighs> Aaron saw the whole film with Dawson. No, he did not. Good job, Jesse. Trying to be a scooper, are you? Nope. Uh, but they did see things. They saw they saw footage, though. It you know they just couldn't explain exactly what was on the footage. They just uh, you know all they could say is uh, it was just amazing, amazing, amazing. And now we have the Flash again. When talking about the Snyderverse and in uh, in this movie right here, Andy Muschietti, really looking forward to this. When it comes to next year in DC films, this is the, the the film I'm looking forward to the most. I know uh, people will place me as uh, I'm a traitor, I'm a whatever because you know the Ray Fisher thing and all that stuff. Uh, they'll definitely do that, even though Ray Fisher has nothing but nice things to say about the Muschietti's because they really tried to work with uh, with all that and really wanted to have Cyborg in it. But of course, Ray just dug his heels in. He was not fired. And was like people still will say that he was fired. It's like, no, he dug his heels in and said, I'm not going to work on a movie that is produced by that cacksucker over there that is uh, Walter Hamada, and I, which I respect more. You know, I'm, I'm actually thinking that's better. I always say that that's better than Ray actually getting fired. The fact that he dug his heels in and said, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, I mean, there's always time because we still have till June till the Flash comes out. But um, one of the things that keeps on getting thrown out there, too, is like they keep on changing things and changing things and changing things. And one particular thing is the fact that, oh, yeah, Michael Keaton, he is now going to be, you know, cut down, cut down, cut down, cut down, cut down, cut down. So we got Flash Film News uh, right here that it says our report back in October regarding Michael Keaton remains the same. In addition, the Flash did not undergo significant changes and remains largely unchanged from the version shot in uh, 2021. So they posted this right here, this report right here. And, uh, you know, again, I'm going to trust them more than you know, a website that's going to, you know, I, I just I websites that are just uh, that got, got pop ups everywhere and everything like that. I'm just going to trust that even more. I'm just going to. I'm going to, especially when I'm like, oh, oh, when you kind of, you know, you, you kind of listen behind the scenes and you're kind of like going, oh, okay, where's the information coming from? Where's the information coming from? When you kind of know where the information is kind of coming from, when you see the stream, when you actually see the stream, you kind of go, oh, okay, well, I'm going to take, I'm going to take that information more than ever. So get it out of your heads. I mean, I know there's like the whole thing of like, okay, what's Keaton's future when it comes to the DCEU? When it comes to the DCEU, I still want to say EU. Um, it's like, okay, is he going to be, I mean, that whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, he's going to be the Batman. He's, it's like, no, it's not going to be Batman. He's not going to be the DCEU Batman. He's not going to be that. He's going to have a presence? Maybe. Who knows? Like, whatever it's going to lead to, maybe he'll have some kind of role in that, but Batgirl is not happening, and that was a stupid decision to have him be that Batman, even though I was kind of curious of how it was going to work, but overall, it just wasn't going to work unless... Batgirl actually came out when it was supposed to come out, which was right after The Flash, which was supposed to be next month. And it's just it's not going to work out like that. It was a dumb decision because Hamada had nada, as we've always talked about. Hamada had nada. So, um, but yeah, when it comes to uh, Keaton, it's like he's a pivotal portion of the movie. Okay, it's like he is very pivotal when it comes to this journey that The Flash goes on. So why the hell would he be reduced down? That makes no sense. Just absolutely no sense. And if you're hearing that, that is just, again, that is scoopers out there that are trying, that are playing 
a pair, you know, they're playing, a, they're playing like a, a, a they're playing a, a, a two and a five as if they have ace king, you know, as if they're holding ace king. And they're not. They're not. They're trying to, they're, they're bluffing to try to get, you know, to try to try to get to, to win the hand. And it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work, man. Because like, it's like eventually we're going to see the film and be like, oh, wait a minute. They said he got reduced down and things got changed and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you get the, you know, nope, that was totally not right. So I, I just don't get it sometimes. But just again, I just kind of go just pick who you're going to be listening to here. Pick. And I'm going to listen to them, Flash Film News, more than the Scoopsies. Constantine 2. So we're all anxiously awaiting to uh, hear more about this. And apparently we got a little bit more when it comes to uh, the director, Mr. Uh, Florence Lawrence right here. Uh, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to bring up the uh, you know, it's from the rap. It's not Scoopy Pants, but, you know, I'm not going to share the screen. I'm just going to tell you what he said because he really wants it to be R-rated. He really does want it to be R-rated. It ended up being PG-13. He ended up being PG-13. And uh, one of the reasons why, uh, you know, that he would want to make it R-rated is uh, he said right here, he says, one of the biggest things for me about the first one was we followed, per Warner Brothers, the rules to make a PG-13 movie in terms of violence, blood, language, sexuality. But the ratings board gave us a hard R based on their uh, the gray zone of in, uh, of intensity. And my big big regret was that we have an R-rated movie that's really PG-13. And if I was going to have to go have an R, I would have really made an R-rated movie. I would have made it much scarier and much more violent, and I would have really made it an R-rated movie. All that changes with the sequel. The idea of this time, at least to me, is to really go at it and make a real R-rated Constantine, which is, I think, what people always wanted originally, not the PG-13 version that, that just happens to get an R. So he talks about that. I think John Constantine is a uh, funny character in a darkly comic kind of way, and I would want to definitely add more of that sarcastic, cynical sense of humor to the story. So there you go. Uh, and yes, I think we all want that too. We all would very much want that too. Uh, hopefully we can get something like that when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, who knows? Maybe the, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's all, everything's kind of just up in the air when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and what kind of content they want to put out there. You know, when you hear things, and I've heard things too that didn't sound too great, uh, but we, we could talk about that later. But, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I just really hope that they really go full, and just go forward with that. Just go forward with that. I mean, Constantine, the first Constantine movie kind of came, became like a cult classic, which you never know if something's going to be a cult classic. But, uh, you know, if you have Keanu Reeves back, you have a, a universe you could dive into and you can just hit it hard. If you can have a dark section like this where you can have it like that, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, it's such a dark character. It's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not kid friendly. It's John Constantine is not a kid friendly character. Of course, when you incorporate Batman in it, you know, you could try to make it a little kid friendly. You could do it as much as possible. But if you're going to have a Constantine 2 sequel, I say, why not just go full R? Uh, of course, you're going to have to reduce that budget down, you know, big time because they're not going to be given a big, huge budget for that. But I don't think they could work with it. I mean, Jesus Christ, Keanu Reeves, he usually gives like 80% of his salary to like charities and stuff like that. So just be like, hey, John, you know, hey, Keanu, let's, we're going to reduce your, uh, you know, you don't have to pay him like $20 million. Some of the salaries are really ridiculous when it comes to this stuff. And I think they can make a really awesome uh, Constantine sequel with, uh, you know, that is R-rated and really shock the fact, you know, shock, be something different and get a lot of eyes, get a lot of butts in the seats. So hopefully, hopefully it happens. And then finally, we have Margot Robbie, you know, uh, we all heard, I totally forgot about this, but we all heard that uh, she was uh, she was going to be doing a female, of course, led reboot because that was always the big thing. You know, let's turn every franchise. Let's make it female led, female led, female led. And, uh, you know, it got to the point where people are like, really, is this everything going to be turning into this? It's like, why can't we have both? Why can't we have both? You know, can we have both? Could be good. You know, it doesn't have to be just one or the other. But um, 
But she was going to be doing a part Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And it was basically going to be like a reboot. If she was going to lead it. I mean, I'm not against seeing Margot Robbie in a pirate costume. By no means. Not at all. You saw the images earlier because this is uh, from that same article from Vanity Fair where she graced the cover and looking, of course, absolutely hot, 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 hot. But yeah, apparently, according to that interview, she said it got scrapped. And it makes sense because, you know, Disney also, when it comes to developing stuff, they're going to have to cut down some of that shit as well. And I mean, does this mean that Johnny Depp's going to be coming back and Captain Jack Sparrow is going to be in the next one? Not necessarily. I don't know how they're going to handle that. That whole thing with the aftermath of the trial, that's going to be interesting how they handle that. I don't think they're going to go like, hey, Johnny, come back. We'll pay you $200 million. Remember when there was like a rumor out there that they were going to pay him like 200 or 300 million or something like that because he said on the stand that he wouldn't even come back for that amount of money? Because, you know, basically give him the middle finger because they just like cut ties from him and just fired him uh, for all the stuff. Um, even though I definitely think that he would come back, you know, if they were to give him that sum of money, I mean, who wouldn't do that? But, uh, I, I don't think that the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise is dead in the water, but I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised. What is the next option? Think about what the next option could be guys, right? What would the next option be? All right. What do you think? (laughs) Not sequel, but prequel. There you go. There's the option right there. Wouldn't that be the case? Most likely. And what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to hire an actor to portray Jack Sparrow as a younger man? Could be that. Who knows? But uh, I just wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. Because if you can't do a sequel, do a prequel. Am I right? So I just would not be surprised. Would not be surprised if that is the case. If that is the case. All right. Young Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Because that, that, that character is beloved. It's beloved, I tell you. Beloved. All right, guys. Let's go to some questions right here. Let's see. Did, uh, let's see. Anything show up on the... Uh, any uh, questions over here? Hold on. Let me see if there's any questions over in the, uh, in the YouTube world. Anything right here? Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Let's see. Any questions over here? We said Diamond Absolute says, do you think Constantine 2 could be a potential setup for Justice League Dark in the future? I absolutely do. It would be dumb if they didn't. Uh, And then Doc says, another day, and you're talking about, wow, I'm shocked. So apparently that's the same guy right there who, you know, when Zack Snyder gave an interview talking about a certain thing, apparently I shouldn't talk about it. Gotta love those kind of guys, right? Oh, I'm so shocked. It's like, well, you don't have to watch, dude. You have the freedom to not have to watch this stuff, but make the comments. It's fine. You know, it's okay. You've never been laid. All right, here we go, guys. Uh, Going to the Twitter questions right here. We got David Castillo. Hi, Dave. Regarding Keaton Affleck, I think The Flash will end on a cliffhanger on that regard. Yes, I also think JL2 will end up basically being the Flash 2 and that there will uh, they'll finally answer who ends up being the DCU Batman. Uh, I think not even Gunn knows that yet. Gunn probably has an idea, but yeah, they probably... But I, from what I gathered, though, they love Muschietti, so that whole rumor about him directing JL2 actually sounds kind of legit. Hey, look at this shit. I love this right here. Lane, thank you for sending this over. Long-haired, rated R Constantine sequel. Yum, 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 yum. Do you think we'll get to see another JL member cameo in the sequel if it happens? That would be sweet. Maybe a certain bat vigilante to set up Justice League Dark. Imagine J. Oh, so good. But look at that. That is cool. Constantine Hellblazer. That's what they should call it. That's pretty sweet right there. I like that. I like that a lot. Carrie, hey Dave. So why do you think that Zaslav DeLuco or anyone hasn't reached out to Zach yet? Probably because they're trying to figure out the cash flow problem and like all this other stuff and Zach's busy. Maybe Zach has refused the calls. Maybe they have and he just refused the calls. Maybe that could be a part of it too. Who knows? Uh, Do you think there's a chance that contacting uh, Zach is a priority for him? Maybe not the first priority, but on a to-do list. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, like, going through his ideas, what he wanted to do. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Gunn would reach out. Just reach out. Uh, 
Devon Wooder, hey Dave, I just played Gotham Arkham Knight, hearing Kevin Conroy's voice about Martha in the final moments in the game. That choked me up. And why uh, Chinese uh, hates superhero movies, it's annoying. Nah, it's just the leadership. It's the people who run that freaking, you know, it's not the people. Don't ever say it's the people. The people want to watch these movies. It's the, the leaders. It's the sad leads, just the way that they run things over there, is the leaders don't want to have any kind of LGBTQ and, you know, again, I'm just throwing it out there. I think when they see black in the title, they just kind of go, nope, not that either. <clears throat> Lewis, hope you're uh, having a good day and a good stream. I am. What are your thoughts on the MCU Phase 4 so far? Rating it out of 10, perhaps? Also, earliest release for the next Justice League movie in your prediction? Uh, earliest release for a Justice League movie? I wouldn't be surprised. It would be like 2026. That would be like the earliest right there. Where are we at? We're going into, yeah, it'd be probably 2026. Maybe 2025, but I would say 2026. Uh, MCU uh, Phase 4 has been different. It's been experimental. It's been crazy. Um, I'm a Multiverse of Madness lover. I, I That's my favorite uh, thing that's come out of Phase 4 because I'm a Raimi fan, and I loved what he did with uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, But, yeah, it's been a little rocky. It's been a little rocky. I will say that. Tet, I'm excited that uh, I'm excited that Gunset Animation will be involved in the DC. Uh, that means if Ben Affleck doesn't want to do the stunts, they can just make an animated movie. I mean, yes, have that option. But apparently, that's against the rules when it comes to certain parts of the fandom. Sam. You think Zack will do Horse Latitudes or Wild uh, West King Arthur uh, next after uh, Rebel Moon? Also, I wonder how different the timeline is for post-production on back-to-back filming. We know he is uh, the king of multitasking. He definitely is. Um, I mean, I would hope. I mean, it sounded like he was he was about ready to, uh, you know, really get into the pre-production. I mean, he was very much in pre-production for Horse Latitudes, but it sounded like he was almost going to be like, almost going into production production, but uh, the pandemic kind of fucked all that up, sadly. So uh, when it comes to the King Arthur thing, I don't know. Uh, that could be on his list of things, and hopefully uh, hopefully it is, because that did sound pretty awesome too. So, Eric, Blake, Dave, think the people poo-pooing over Black Adam box office conveniently miss A, no China, and B, the long legs it's proven to have this weekend. I mean, it's got some legs. I mean, it's been number one a couple of few times, but you know, I just was hoping that, you know, it's just, maybe it'll get a little bit more stride. I don't know. Seriously, before China's box office became so important in Hollywood, Black Adam would have been called a success, right? I mean, for the most part, but you know, that, that production and marketing budget did get, get inflated a little bit. By the way, I got to ask what's China got against Black Adam? Cool. I, I don't know. I didn't. I remember there was just a rumor. It might. It might still happen. Who knows? But you know, they tend to like anything that they don't like. They'll just edit it out. Possibly. I don't know. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There could have been multitude of things. You know. Who knows? When it comes to China, Dwan, Dwan, Super Derek. Hey, Dave. Uh, who do you think the villain of Phase One of DCU is? I think it should be Darkseid. Yeah, I mean, it very well could be. could be Brainiac. If they do a Superman movie, Could he could be the big baddie. I don't know. Um, it will be interesting. Uh, Axel Draga, when's the next Patreon stream? Patreon stream, well, yeah, we just had it a couple of weekends ago, so probably in the next couple of weekends. Try to do it once a month. So, Joseph, hey, Dave, I don't... What I uh, don't know what Scoopy Pants nonsense uh, the Keaton and Affleck issue came from, but I hope Keaton and Affleck can coexist like the two Spocks in uh, the recent Star Trek movies. Give them a Shane Black buddy movie. That would be pretty sweet. A Shane ba- Black buddy movie. But yeah, it could be like a situation like they did with uh, J.J. Star Trek. Mr. Nobody. Hi, Dave. I think Constantine 2 should be rated R. Same problem in the first film, but I think Gunn will want to squeeze as much money as possible, so maybe he'll keep it PG-13. Suicide Squad was R-rated, and it was uh, great, but poor box office. I think money uh, will talk. What do you think? Yeah, probably something like that. And hopefully, you know, again, that was pandemic stuff. Pandemic stuff. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Navin. Navin. 
Are you familiar with Cosplay Chris on YouTube? He uh, has a new video breaking down the BVS Cal, uh, Batfleck Cal, and uh, how they got the head to turn. Okay, I'll have to check that out. I'll look, I'll look him up. So thank you for telling me that. So I'll check it out. Check it out. Um, I was uh, interested in stuff like that. I'm, I mean, of course, uh, Reeves, Reeves FX. Uh, if you guys follow him, Reeves Effects, he makes costumes all the time, Batman costumes. He's been on the, the Vodka stream a, a couple of times, really like talking to that guy. Um, you know, he's talked about many things when it comes to the Bat Cals and everything out there. So, yeah, and he'll give his uh, opinion on what he thinks about some of them. He wasn't really a big fan of the Battenson uh, Bat costume, but what can he do? All right, guys, that is it for today's show. Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And I uh, appreciate you guys clicking in. Um, follow me in all the various uh, sock meds that are around me. Of course, hit that follow button. You got the Patreon. I'm actually going to be posting something on Patreon. Just a, just a typey-typey post of certain things. So if you want to subscribe to that, do that. Support the Patreon. Try to do as much as possible on there. You never know what could happen. But, yeah, follow me and all the other stuff as well. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time and same junkie channel. All right, guys? Love you. Talk to you later.